It certainly didn't need to happen like that, but I know that's sometimes how it goes. I mean, but by the me none. You know, sometimes I think about it and it's like, why do people even bother? I mean, bother what? With doing the things that, well, we can't talk about that now. We'll, <laughs> we'll discuss that a little later. Never doing mind. the things. Those things. Whoa. Those things that are just so reprehensible. Oh, man. Ken, man, how you doing, man? How you been? Doing all right, man. You've been doing pretty good. Watch yourself. I'm doing well. I'm going to see. Let's see right now how we can if we if we can go live here. So, oh, oh, are we not already live? We're not yet. We're not yet. We hmm. something happened. Um, something happened. Go now. It said it said we're we're having str- trouble streaming to Instagram. I'm like, yeah, no, sh- no ish. Really? <laughs> All right, let's try that again. Because <clears throat> it says live in the little box in the corner. Yeah, well, we're live on we're live on Streamyard as we always are, which is a oh, beautiful thing. But we're hi. we're we're not we're not yet live on Instagram. That's fine. I think we're gonna whatever. Sorry, Instagram. But we're live for everybody else. We are live for everyone else. We are we are busy. Hi, everybody. Hey, everybody. All right. So you know what? We're I'm just gonna go ahead and we're gonna 86. Bye, Instagram people. We're gonna Insta- Join Instagram. us on wherever else we are. Spotify, yeah. YouTube, Facebook. Find us. We're here. We're here. We're, we're here. Irregardless. We're here. We're here. Uh, who do we got? Oh, we got Russell. What's going on, man? Good to see you. Good to see you. Russell's always Russell's Russell's been in a lot of different crowds, man. Yeah, man. Russell's amazing. But um, cool dude. Anywho, Ken, man, it's been a while. So the Casually <laughs> Serious podcast took a bit of a uh, forgot how to podcast. A vacation. Did we? Do we? Uh, Did we forget? Want to call it a hiatus? Or I don't know what that was. It was. Um, it was a period of time where we weren't doing what we're doing now. A period of time. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. We apologize for that. Yeah, I mean, unless y'all didn't care. But if you did, yeah, you did. You did. You didn't. You did care because you're here right now. We've got a few people. Richard, what's going on? Good to see you. Nicole, how you doing? Yeah, see, we got some folks over at the uh, the Build Different group that are going to definitely come and chill us. out. For any of you folks who are not familiar with the Casually Serious podcast, we've been doing this for a couple of years now, and we've done a lot of episodes, and uh, it's just been a, just a little bit of time since we've done it. Uh, maybe a year, I don't know. <laughs> it could be less. Time. I don't. I have absolutely no idea. Um, but yeah, we definitely want to. We definitely want to say hello to some of the folks. April, how's it going? Tomas. We got we got everybody. Stefan coming in. What's going on? Yeah, this Thanks is good. So, so we had a bunch of different ideas about what we were going to do for the new season, and uh, we landed on a few different ones. So, um, probably not I very good, but we're, I don't know we're if we landed. A shot anyway. <laughs> yeah, but again, it has been quite a while. It's been a long time, and I think oh, uh, you know man. we don't want to apologize because we don't want to seem like we uh, you know did anything wrong. But <laughs> we we were gone for a while. We were definitely gone for a while. So, um, what do we got next? What do, what do we what do we got popping first? This. All right, that just put me on the spot. So we have no idea what exactly we want to talk about. So, well, that helps um, a little bit. It's obvious. It's got something to do with audio. So maybe we're gonna, a musical thing or something to do with maybe a, a musician, possibly. I've got. I've got something that's been <clears throat> that's that weirded me out at first, and that I've kind of settled myself set myself into. So, what do what do you think about? 
the Let's material see. girl. I <laughs> I know we said some things yesterday when we were tossing some people around, not in real life, uh, ideas of people around, and we landed on this person who is obviously the material girl. This is Madonna. And uh, I remember seeing that picture and being massively frightened at that man. What did what was your first uh, what was your first response to that man? The jawline. I mean, it's just like a just a big square there. So there's something going on there, like oh. just a little frightening to me. And it doesn't I'm look material. like that girl. Yeah. That doesn't look like that girl because you know. I mean, I remember MTV. So going back to that, there were videos and. That's not what I thought she'd look like when she got older. I'd say that. Is that the, so? Is that the problem? Do you think? Is are you think since we're right? You know, we're obviously younger than her, but not young. Um, that seeing someone that was youthful and young to us when we were growing up as old now is also maybe a horrible reflection on exactly uh, how not, not young I'm we are anymore. Too shallow per se. We're pretty young. Or, I mean, old ourselves. There's gray and stuff happening. It's not that. It's allowing yourself to age. You know gracefully naturally a little bit more uh thank you tom absolutely plastic surgery messed her up it's pretty obvious think? i mean it's I, pretty I obvious what happened there and when you have a lot of money and you can spend that you go out there you just say hey you know i don't like the way i look anymore so i'm gonna go make myself look like someone else our wives jordana please we have beautiful wives natural too that's what's great about our wives yeah. all natural beauty and that beauty no, but here's a here's let me let me throw something out there real quick though do you if let's say we get let's say we gave them the ability to have plastic surgery for anything they would want sure. one thing do okay. you think either of them would take us up on that no you don't think i mean so? i don't know your wife as well as i know <clears throat> mine but i don't think mine would all right well that was a sidebar that was I, I was just curious because i think honestly everyone's like ew and then they're like well i could you I know a, i have uh, I, you know my forehead is too deep or some shit. i don't know someone's gonna they're gonna come up with something but anyway here's here's, here's this andrew what's up good to see you merc much love brother she used to be beautiful but now it's a bit scary so here's what i've got to say to that now again we all know that pictures can be staged but this is sort of more of a settled in effect now listen i'm not telling you right now that i'm goo goo gaga right now about what i'm seeing right now but i understand plastic surgery post-surgery is there's a lot of swelling there's a lot of weird shit that goes on and the eventual effect is you know takes a month or so like that to kind of come in but i think this looks rather pretty uh again it's a very face on thing i don't have a profile and i'm not digging the internet for any pictures but um, I don't think she's going to spend money to look worse, uh, even though it did right after surgery. I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, probably uh, that was definitely a better picture. But I mean, the, the real problem with Madonna, though, is Madonna. So it's not, it's, <laughs> even, it's not even the plastic surgery or the surgeons who did it or whatever she was shooting for and however she ended up. It's Madonna. I mean, it, it, this is a woman who feels like she can allow her fans <laughs> to wait to three hours for her to come out to, and this is not uncommon this happens a lot so much so now that she's being sued she's actually being sued by a That's couple crazy, in california man. for having them wait for two and a half hours until she came on stage and um you know it's happened because of prior engagements and you know your commitments and all these little things are trying to entangle into some kind of a law to say this is why you know I can I can sue Madonna for making me wait. You're the person that sat there for two hours or so. I mean, at the end of the day, like, she, does she really have that power? Is is I know she's 
she's huge, but does her fan base really kind of acquiesce <laughs> around her in the sense of like, oh, we're not going to get mad at her. That's Madonna, you know. We're not. That's I don't know. Our, that's our that's our idol right there. So if you love Madonna, you're waiting two three hours until she comes out on stage. No, her fan base is our age right now. So we are her fan base for all intents and purposes. The the age group right now. So we are the people that should be going crazy and i don't care i could not care less but i really was never it's not like i was a madonna fan i know that growing up in miami you know damn well every single girl in school dressed like her at some point in some way growing up it was maybe not a rock hard rock girl anyway like every video was something different anyway she kind of she kind of set the trend for fashion which is i guess your point which is very true but um you know that was the kind of that's just sort of just regular look right back then yeah you're either gonna wear tight ass spandex or you were gonna wear baggy ass overalls i mean it, it's like that's pretty much where, where it went you know and then but, the hairstyles generally went up everything kind of went up <laughs> back then yeah i'm still stuck there <laughs> yeah. but you but you were talking you point you hit on something that was another part of the story that what we were talking about really was the fact that she doesn't show up for hours and hours right. the last thing i heard was i think one of one was scheduled at eight and she didn't show up till like 10 30 go on till 10 30 and people are because listen the most important thing to also understand is people are our age that are going to these right. we don't we don't have fucking time right. Right. To, to be up yeah. until three in the morning like we got no job to go to the next day it doesn't work like that so uh morrissey and madonna thank god they don't tour together because you would never, never see anybody happen. playing just yeah. would, neither of them well, would my, show up my wife went time. to the show in miami a few, few years back with some of her friends and she didn't show up for three hours three hours and my wow. wife and her friends waited for three hours so an eight o'clock that's turned into 11 o'clock they stayed for like four songs and left but you know th this is what happens you know it even got to the point where my wife put on twitter talk talking about it and how pissed she was and um she got she got attacked on twitter by like all the madonna fans like well uh, shut up and wow. call all different types of names for for making a comment about madonna taking forever to come on stage and being upset about it um, I won't tell you what she said Madonna could do, and I don't think she'll ever see her again live, but eh, Do that's what it is. Dr. Brian's knocking on the door and saying she apparently doesn't do her Dr. hits, which, I, you know, I'll tell you what, I don't know any Madonna deep cuts, so I have no right. idea I what know else what she was singing about. you like, this is the B-side to Papa Dope Preach? Like, like okay, okay fine, then I do definitely don't want to hear it. Like... <laughs> at all. Thank you. <laughs> all right, so, so, and again, this is Madonna we're talking about, too, but what there's, there just seems to be, you know, as, you know, and I hate I don't want to keep saying age, but again, we're we're talking. Ah! About <laughs> oh my god, that's scary as hell! Look what, at that. I what the hell god, is Lee going Roth. on, folks? Have any of you listened to David Lee Roths and David Lee Roth? What the heck is that? Have any like of you folks Sammy listened? Out is what is what David Lee Roth looks like now. That was terrifying, man. I and, and I sent you a a, wow. a link today on YouTube to wow. David Lee Roth's YouTube channel. If you have not gone to David man. Lee Roth's YouTube oh, you channel, gotta check that out. This guy is off the rocker. He's I losing mean, his freaking absolutely, mind. and we can all watch it. We can all watch it happen right there. On yeah, his, uh, he does incredibly odd podcasts that you just can't stop watching for some reason. So if you get it's an that, audible train wreck. Not now. Not now. You got to stay here with Casually Serious. Yeah, I don't listen to it right Ultimately, now. go check that stuff out. So anyway, he's talking. Apparently, apparently, David Lee Roth was losing his mind over uh, the fact that uh, Wolfgang Van Halen was getting mad at him for not paying enough attention to him on stage, uh, which I'm thinking is going right back to sort of what we all know as the ego of the Van Halen family. Um, and he also talked about how Alex Van Halen was like an insane 
you know, basically like enforcer until he got his Schlitz malt liquor bowl. But you've got to go to this pot. You've got to listen to what he's saying because it's not a video podcast. It's just pictures of him as With he's doing voice. an audio track. It's he so does a voice odd. modulation. He yeah. Does. So well, he talks about the old days. Yeah. He talks yeah. about the old days. The pitch gets really high. And then it's pretty he is a very interesting man. And, and, when it comes to Sammy Hagar, too, honestly, I, 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 you know, I didn't appreciate his voice when I was younger. When I was growing up, yeah. and he was actually right. becoming the we mad, new singer. We all loved the David Lee Roth Van Halen. We were pissed off what was happening as fans. At least I was, and Sammy Hagar was garbage. And I, yeah. no matter who he was, I was going to be mad at him. But you're right. It took a little longer to go back and kind of look at it and say, "Man, that guy had a great voice." You know, Fifty One Fifty is an insane great album from beginning to end. So, you know, that stuff's great. I mean that 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 yeah. sound was really good. It went to crap after that, if you ask me. Oh, you eight one two for a for an Yeah, but we're talking about that was all cool. How does he? How do you? Sorry. He just doesn't have any barriers, I think, when it comes to who he's gonna he's gonna dump on and to to dump on Wolfgang. I think it's just a little, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just a little cheesy, man. It's for a little sure. cheesy to do, for I think, sure. dude. Oh yeah, and, of all of them, that's who he picks on. That's great, you know. But apparently, Wolfgang, on two occasions, if you have not listened to that podcast, he threw out this female that he thought was just some groupie chick with DLR when it was right. actually their their entire accounting firm and a bunch of checks and bonuses and cash. And he did it on For two separate fucking nights, which I think is hilarious. So so if that is true, then I can kind of understand why he would be giving Wolfgang some shit. But How much can you feud, believe what's coming out of that man? The way he looks, sounds, and acts. I mean, you know? I, like, I think, let's just, let's just how let's many talk the way the kids talk. Just a little bit, maybe. We're talking about Riz, man, right? So if there's anybody in the rock and roll world who has charisma, it is David Lee Roth. And the uh, guy so. will find a way to sell you, you know, Satan butter. Somehow, some way, he'll be like, "Just buy it from me." You know, it, he's just a wacky dude, and there's just something compelling about what he's saying. Does it sound true? Probably not, but I don't know. He's insane, dude. Makes and the, the thing is, good. Sammy, Sammy, I think mentioned something like, "Hey, uh, we're gonna it, it, we're, let's have David Lee Roth come out on some of these nights." Which you know, there's a there's a Red Rocks show that he's doing out here uh, with um, what, what who who do we say it was? And that band uh, that he's playing, it's going to be uh, the, uh, Jason Bonham is playing drums and Joe Satriani on guitar, and Michael Anthony on bass. And Michael Anthony is on bass. So yeah. they're basically doing like a whole gen, all the generations of Van Halen. And he said, "DLR, why don't you come out?" And DLR's like, "Right on, man! I'm going on tour with you guys." <laughs> and, and Sammy's like, "No, man, no, that's not no. how it's going, dude. Like, no. chill the f- out." Uh, we're gonna go ahead and just maybe come like out. a song or two, a city or yeah. two, right? A, just we'll bring yeah. it out a little bit. It'll be it'll be great. A little internet sensation, yeah. okay? We got David Lee Roth on stage with him. This is awesome. But David's more like, we're coming out every night, man. I'm, I'm Diamond Dave. Yeah, I, I expected you do Dave that from him. Well, that's horrible too, by the way. But he's it's. But you can just see, you can tell. So the the things when when Dave's talking about himself, that's when I buy it the most because he fucking right. thinks he's oh, the yeah. god. Oh, he thinks no so much of himself. Mm-hmm. But to find out he's such a massive pothead was actually kind of and, interesting, hey, man. Like insane. Yeah, I man. Up like ninety two grand in like a couple of months at a dispensary. That's, I don't know. who saying all about there's a lot of there's a lot of weird shit going on man what about what about what about andre what about this does anybody have an opinion on what's going on here i didn't even know about this until uh this was brought to my attention i was big i'm a big fan of andre i don't i had no idea he released this ridiculously silly album of him playing 
all different sides and shapes flutes uh, and the, so terribly i mean i listened to maybe 18 minutes of it uh just different sections of terribleness and i can't believe i listened to that much you know what i i what think i think it's tough i think it's tough because first of all we all know andre as the other half of outcast uh, next to big boy with uh you know basically the the southern playlistic the this the dirty south kind of smooth flow of hip-hop one of the most influential hip-hop acts Agreed. of Absolutely. our lifetime for sure and he just decides after years and years of not putting any hip-hop out whatsoever he just is going to put out a a flautist uh a flautist record and again i'm not going to go into the video because here this is all artistic and the, what i took from him doing this was not so much like haha look what he's doing it's more like uh, he has the ability to put anything he Whatever absolutely he wants, wants to put to out. Do. And yep. he literally is playing these crazy flutes on this whole album. But it was a little tougher for, for me to kind of swallow when I started seeing the name of the song. So here's track number one. It's called, I swear, I really wanted to make a rap album, but this is literally the way <laughs> the wind blew me this time. Okay. Yeah. And song number two is the slang word for see rolls off the tongue with far better ease than the proper word vagina do you agree <laughs> i do okay <laughs> number three is that night in hawaii when i turned into a panther and started making these low register purring tones that i couldn't control was wild peyote cool so then you know so i'm here i uh, before i even listen to the song i find wow. out what the song tracks are i'm saying to myself let's give this guy a shot because it's just some artistic stuff and then I'm like, you can't want, you can't expect me to take any of this seriously, when you've got 93 till infinity and Beyonce, <laughs> which is a play on 93 till infinity and with a mixture of infinity and beyond. I, I, I look, man, I applaud infinity him and beyond. That's insanity, man. But that's insanity. What do you you listen to it? What did you did you were you able to complete a song or what? I uh, no. I went through a couple of different tracks to see if things just got a little better or just kind of pushed it along a little bit to see if maybe he just bust out into something that you know sounds mildly interesting. But none of it was. It was very boring. It wasn't obviously. It's not my style. So maybe somebody likes that. But I think he just did that because yeah, he could do that. Well, that's long names. And he can come up with those crazy long names. I mean, dude, the name of our show tonight is a Taylor Swift song. So Jordan was saying, I she saw the tour with Hagar. I think it was Van Hagar is really what they sold it Van as. Hagar, sure. Something like that, or it, I know it was DLR and Hagar, and they were both splitting time. She said twenty years ago, and she talked. She's talked to me a million times about it, and it's it's cringy to think about because. Um, I don't know, man. Like, why would you go out there and do that if you can't sing? I'm. I know Sammy was probably very close to register, but there's no way DLR was. Uh, is there anybody in the comment section who saw that I mean, tour? Please talk to us about that. So he never we'll was. That, you know, that man, that man doesn't sing. He just kind of goes about his way. I mean, truthfully, he doesn't. He's he doesn't have registers from high to low. He has David Lee Roth sound. He has the raspy. He's able to kind of hide all of that with the mm -hmm. way he sings and the fact that he doesn't have a great voice he's able to hide with that raspy sound he had it was great i mean it's amazing i loved it obviously i love all the van halen i mean and that voice yeah. fits so perfect with just the most incredible band that any frontman could possibly have and certainly at that time he had that so it worked out great i mean i had no complaints about it. i was a huge van halen fan all the way through but but to see what's happening now is kind of silly when i saw them in 08 when uh when they brought uh, dlr back on that tour in 08 he was terrible i mean absolutely terrible he sounded horrible 
Look, Ooh. there we there could be a chance that maybe uh, Andre's like, yo, I, I don't have the flows I have anymore, so I'm going to go the way of flautist instead of trying to go out like DLR. <laughs> it's funny because Dr. <laughs> Brian's... Idea. Dr. Brian's over here saying it's probably meant to be put on top of beats, which you know what that I don't know if you're being cute, but I, I would buy that. But that's not a, there's no way that he would just put that out. Um, that like, would be hey, something that I'm would gonna be start sampling Andre's crazy flute <laughs> shit. Watch this crazy. Look what yeah. I can do. Yeah. So what Dr. Brian said, I saw 2008 just DLR. Yeah, it was just, terrible. We were there together. Trevor was sitting in the uh, sitting in the chair next to it. Trevor fell asleep. Actually, I had I had a friend of ours literally fell asleep during that show. Oh, the Dubinek. Expensive tickets, by the way. That's like that's insane, man. What are you doing sleeping? That's insane. But it you know was, what? Hey, it wasn't great though. I gotta say he didn't miss much because I mean the boys sounded great, but DLR was just like, what? You gotta stop. He had backup singer, he had people trying to help him and like every song still didn't work. He'd be screaming over everything. And oh god, it was obnoxious. We gotta pop through. You know how everybody like, and the Cowboys are out of the playoffs. We don't care anymore. Let's move on this one. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even think you'd mention those people I'm right now. That's kidding. kind of crazy. Yeah, I'm not worried at all. It doesn't bother me. So care. listen. No, but it doesn't matter because we lost to the Kansas City Taylor Chiefs. And if you're going to lose to anyone, let's lose to the Kansas City Taylor Chiefs. I feel like there's no way that my team or any team is going to be able to contend with the massive following that the Kansas City Taylor Chiefs now have. That's tough, man. That's tough. You can't and it's win really... football games when you have that many fans going after. You just you can't. You can't win football games. That's a it's a it's a direct correlation. It really is. Trust me. <laughs> Oh my god! You know what? And as funny as that, when we when I was talking, uh, Doctor Brian says flute is all over. Murder was the case that they gave me. Well, that, that's obviously not true. But you know, Beastie Boys do have a song called Flute Loop, and, uh, and we were talking, we were we were listening to it yesterday. Uh, but still, I, I don't I don't think that it was meant to be put on top of beats. But what do you what what do you make of the, of this? I know we are we're talking about. There's a lot of stuff going around about people saying, "Hey, isn't it amazing how Taylor Swift brought this guy up and put him on the map?" <laughs> Uh, because he was nothing before Unbelievable. Uh, Taylor Swift showed up. But uh, I mean, it, it's interesting because obviously, from a from a, a good sports fan's perspective and somebody who's paying attention to all of this, uh, we we obviously know who who Kelsey is. Both the brothers, Kelsey, and beyond that, we also know who Taylor Swift is. Obviously, whereas yeah. the Swifties and the followers and all that don't necessarily know anything about the NFL or care, which is fine. But now there's suddenly there's a reason to. They're like, oh, wait, Taylor's going to football games. Oh, hold on. Taylor's dating a baller. Let, let, let's see what's going on here. Oh, we need a Chiefs jersey. Uh, give me, I need a Chiefs jersey. And they literally renamed the team the Kansas City Taylor Chiefs. And that's what they are. Listen, smart, you know, smart marketing right there. Great job by the Chiefs. Smart, smart move. I think, honestly, uh, we're talking about the NFL, which, in, uh, opinionally to me, is, you know, they are, you know, I think they're registered as an entertainment business isn't that what it is where they're not really a sport here's the deal the deal with that is is like this is just great for both camps and i don't think that there's absolutely anything wrong and and if i'm being honest dude i really feel like they can like each other a lot man and uh are you talking about the actual human beings or are you talking about the nfl and the swifties no no no, (laughs) no, there's a couple of relationships going on here that's crazy those are both crazy people so and you don't want to piss really either of them off because they will That's, blindly come at you with knives. And it true. does not matter. That is very true. 
Yeah, they're knives they're a strong force. These Swifties, so the Swifty knives and the NFLers knives, they're they're a little different. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, again, I think it's I think no matter what it is, it's a it's a good thing. And we're talking about branding, we're talking about selling, we're talking just, about making money, and that's all the NFL is about. And that's you know that's, any kind of interest they could draw. They're obviously they want to do that. So for the NFL, great, get more viewership. But I mean, come on, at the end of the day, you know, all the money goes. It's just all the money. It comes out of the pockets of all the fans. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's through merchandising or tickets or anything else. They pay like they have sweetheart deals. They pay no taxes barely. NFL's got it just made. And you're an owner of an NFL team. You set man. Absolutely set. You look at the price tag and people, ah, oh, you just spent billions. It don't matter. You can have that back in the first year. It's ridiculous. I think it's adorable, man. I think it's great for the I think it's great for the playoffs, obviously, right now. It's gonna be great for the Super Bowl since the script is already written Got on that. Um it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be good. I think it's actually pretty pretty cool. You know what I mean? Like whatever, man. It's a, it's, just, it's when you don't have any stake in football games anymore in the postseason, like my team and your team, you know, we might as well follow the soap opera. Very used to that too. These are the football novellas that we've been looking for, but it is, that's uh, true. It gives that little more, you know, that little excitement there. I mean, honestly, seeing Jason Kelsey out there with his shirt off and yeah, freezing cold and uh, I should hate him because he's the eagle, but as a, as a human, he's when a he retired takes that eagle uniform man. off. He's a retired. Well, eagle now, he so. actually he actually I think he redacted that. I think somebody really? else tried to well, say my... that he someone else on on air said that he was going to retire and he was looking like he was saying goodbye to a lot of people on the sideline that game, but he did come out afterwards say that I didn't say that and don't put words in my mouth kind of thing. No, whatever. So. If he comes back, the Fangio goes over there. The Eagles are going to be better again. Oh, we've got we've got a fan chiming in. So Jordana Riley says uh, that's a beautiful name, by the way. She literally the she's literally the biggest star in the world. She lives yep. in no world where she doesn't get attention. NFL yep. capitalizes on anything that will Absolutely. make them money. True. All true, right there. Ding yeah. ding ding. So yeah, yeah so and, really it's a non-story. Why did we bring that up? I, I think that was the only like good mix of sports and entertainment there that we really had. That's it. We got mixed media though. Follow under that category. Yeah, Dr. Brian's wailing his ass off in that solo right there, man. It just went on forever. Oh, that's right. Hey! Barbie, the Barbie movie. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a movie that is about uh, female empowerment and, you know, taking control. Uh, and we were all wondering whether they would get a nod and it didn't necessarily happen in the beautiful award show. Can we say their name? I don't know if we can say the award show. I don't know if I want to play the game with that, but um, it did turn out that, uh, that Ryan Gosling as Ken did get nominated, though, right? Which is just the... Uh, just the great irony of all that. I think it's uh, uh right. It's like, you know, at the end of it all, but the man's getting the award. Greta and 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 Margot were there at the Critics' Choice Award, where I I think Chelsea Handler I think made them go up and accept you know the best comedy of the of the year or something like that. But you know, it's just it just kind of goes to show you, man. This is just the entertainment business again, and uh, they're gonna do uh, they're gonna focus on whatever they want. And I you know these award shows. I hope nobody really puts any stock into any of that shit because. I don't know that it's made or broke anybody's career, uh, whether they won or didn't. I think really the uh, the popularity of what your art is and probably the money you make should be a really good gauge of whether you're doing what you should be doing. But Absolutely. the award shows are just award shows. Again, they're accolades. But I don't know. How do you feel about all that, man? 
To me, that's always been about, obviously, just a group of people that are going to make these decisions year after year. And I think this is what the argument has always been. Yeah. Um, when, when even, even through some of the strikes, I know that was more about money, but there's a lot of this where people understand are, are understanding that with the people that are making these decisions, um, if you kind of go through that room, there's, a, there's something in common just with about every single one of them. There's not a lot of diversity there. So do you think do you um, think we're gonna go are we gonna go with skin color on that one? Because we can go we can go skin color and age. You could and we'd probably be right on the skin spectrum thing and we could go through all of that and I and I think we'll be yeah, we'll pretty much we'll pretty much be able to nail it. And it took kind of pushing the envelope publicly for it to get to the point where things started to change, you know, maybe over the last 10, 12 years. Oh, hey, look, it's the first black woman to win this. And hey, look, it's the first like really in two thousand something. I mean, it's a it's enough to be a joke already. I think we've got a, a, a one, of, one of our best fans <laughs> you might have out there, it right there, nailing it as she does. Uh, <laughs> you know what can I tell you? This is an, an educator that knows a lot, and she's nailing this information as uh, as everybody is. Because we're, I mean, listen, we're not idiots. We are Gen X. Most of us that are talking right here. Um, <laughs> but that's why this kind of stuff, the award show thing. I mean, there used to be a time where people like it only like the Super Bowl. People would get together. You get together to watch award shows, you know, and it would be yeah, a big that's true. Thing. Nobody does that that I hear about anymore. At least maybe it's just the world I live in, but it just doesn't seem like that. It, it just be, I think it's because of all the stuff that had come out about it and people realizing, hey, yeah, no, that's true. Why? Yeah. Why is it always the same people that are winning the same awards? And there's other people that are obviously deserving of these awards that are being passed up for them. So this happens year after year, and I think you just lose less and less fans and. And then, then Billy Crystal stops hosting shit. It's just not fun anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I, I absolutely... Nobody remembers that unless you're I, ad- <laughs> I adore Margot Robbie. Uh, and she's an incredible actor. I didn't see Barbie, but I mean, she's... she's. I mean, I think she should be nominated in everything that she's in. Because that's the oh, way it goes. That's sweet. Oh, 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 oh. What yeah. about... What about... Holly Shore. Oh my God. As, as Richard, Richard Simmons, Simmons this man. This is I, hilarious. And I have not seen this. Wow. I think it's just a short film it called is. The Court Jester. Yes. I have to see it. This is absolutely mind blowing, man. It's very cool. I mean, you have to see that. That is insane. He's a dead ringer for him. It's unbelievable the what he does and what he puts together here. And and there's a whole like backstory to this stuff, too, is a uh you know, I believe on Hulu, TMZ did something a couple of years ago about Richard Simmons and kind of why he disappeared from pop culture and where he went and what happened and all of that. So yeah. that that's something that I feel like um, is a, it's kind of a neat prelude into what's happening now, where Polly is trying to kind of get uh, get Richard to agree for him to be able to do kind of a, a biop. Bi- how do you call it? A biopsy or whatever? Not a biopsy. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. They're not doing a biopsy. I don't. I hope not. I uh, hope they don't need uh, to but do a biopic. Bi- Richard is seventy-five years old, so you never know. But Polly, yeah. twenty years younger, man, he's. I, I, it's not good for Polly, if you ask me. Don't look so good, but it's fitting for Richard Simmons. Well, you know, and I know that Richard's not happy about it. I know that he said that he, he didn't approve of it. it. Yep. Yeah, he didn't give. He, most of all, he said I didn't. I didn't give my permission. Which again, if we're talking, and it was funny how Polly was talking about that. He's like, I grew up with him. Uh, we're friends. He loves me. I love him. Don't worry, it's cool. And he's like, Well, what if what if Richard doesn't want you making the movie? He's like, I'm still gonna make the movie. I'm gonna make the movie weasel. Like that's not how he talks, but he, he, I'm gonna make the movie regardless. And so he's gonna do it. And I think it's actually pretty cool casting. I don't I think it's crazy that you can just 
do a movie about somebody and and even if you're close even to the any other person story, doesn't want them to do that's super fucking violating man i don't know if you i love think. that are you sure that's all legal uh i don't know man not that it matters to you it's not your problem either way holly shore blood that money goes real deep man we're talking about the comedy score dude Uh oh yeah that's that's big money man uh uh-huh he's an untouchable oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) paul listen don't you put your hands on paulie all right don't touch paulie don't touch paulie oh my god man that's that's i don't know that that just kind of blows my mind I, i remember him talking about it uh, a couple months ago as if it was something that he hadn't already filmed which he had at, at that point and he was like i look a lot like richard simmons i want to be richard simmons in a movie and then people were kind of floating it back and forth and i guess he landed on it but here we go check it out though yeah. it's uh it's pretty funny it's like 15 minutes it's a quick little thing but it's it's worth watching well listen this was 32 minutes it all was right. another quick little done. thing we had i don't know 27 people hang out with us today at one point which is pretty That's rad 2700 when we say 20 2700 I'll, I'll listen man. if if any of you folks have not gone to our youtube channel go to the casually serious podcast Please. on youtube Helpful. go to the casually serious podcast on instagram go there on facebook please subscribe we really for some reason uh maybe because we were gone for a year we didn't really have any activity on any of those shows uh dirty dave what's up man good to see you dirty dave's always hanging out with us dirty dave actually came out shout out to him came out to see the the reunion of the comedy troupe the state with myself and my wife very cool it was awesome man what a night that was man like it was it's just so oh man it's just so it's just so crazy man time gets by man say hello to your friends hang out with them as much as as you can but i am super stoked to be back this was episode one, man. How do you feel about it, Ken, man? I think it was great. This is what we got to do. Sit around, talk shit, and hopefully a lot of people join us. We did. We had a lot of folks come and hang out with us. Um, oh, thank you so much. It's so great. Thank you. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> Dr. Brian. He's Listen, Brian, listen. From here on out, if you type anything, I'm just going to assume it's sarcastic. So I don't know. I don't 99% know. of what he says is. I think maybe he's, you should start. If you're going to be serious, start start out with, you know, actually, and then comma, and then go into it. <laughs> That's the old inside joke. Anyway, folks, thanks for coming and hanging out with us on TCSP 24, the Casually Serious podcast. I didn't even switch any of the background, the crazy cool background to let people know that we have something that they can hashtag. But I don't know. I didn't just have here. Today. <laughs> we're happy we woke up and we're going to go to sleep today. Uh, oh, I think I'm going to go to sleep. You Whatever. Well, anyway, we love you guys. Thanks for coming and hanging out. Ken, man, got anything you want to say before we break out of here? Just peace, love, happiness. Everyone be good to each other. Until next time. All of those Until weird things time, you definitely. say at the end of a show. Keep growing.